0: All right. Welcome to the latest edition of the FPL America podcast. This is David Smith, Brian Shesco. And Brian, we are going to discuss so much that has gone on in the long exhausting international break, which felt like a double international break, winter break, warm Weather, training for so many of the clubs, along mm. with AFCON and everything else that was going on. Plus a
1: plus a lunch and dinner uh, mini-break.
0: Plus like two weeks in between the final match of game week 23. It, it felt like that was the longest match week of all time until that Burnley-Wolves game that ended in 0-0. Yeah. Literally one of the worst games of the season. <laughs> yeah. And uh-huh. you know, we waited two weeks for that. Right. Yeah. Anyways, before we get into all of this that so we, you and I have, have already decided we wanted to talk about, I wanted to you to briefly tell me about your experience in the grocery store buying some beverages that you so kindly brought over here yeah. to the house. Uh, I one of my favorite imports is Modelo. Yeah. I think I'm saying it correctly.
1: Uh yeah. Especially Modelo Especial. Yes. Uh, you agree? It's very good. Uh, this this week's uh, game week twenty four FPL America podcast brought to you by cans of uh, Modelo Especial. For sure. What's what's their tagline? I, I I can hear the music in my mind, but what's the thing? I can't think of it offhand. It's not stay
0: thirsty, my friends.
1: No, no, that is not stay it. a competitor no. of theirs. Either way, uh, yeah, I the we are drinking cans uh that were uh that are come out of a box uh that I carried with my own hand out of uh, Walmart. Okay. So you
0: you're leaving Walmart, or no? You're going to pay for these at Walmart. We're going to
1: pay for them at Walmart, and this is like I don't, I I'm not, I'm old, right? But I'm not the not, oldest, sure. And I don't look crazy old. No, no. You you have boyish boyish but good the, looks. The, but the boy that was the attendant at the self checkout <laughs> right. here in our nice town was for definitely sure. a boy, right? Uh, and he had to check my ID to to confirm my purchase. But do you think this boy checking you out was even old enough? uh, Hard to say if he's old enough to drive. Hard to say if he's old enough to drink. He's definitely old enough to drive. And again, uh, drinking age here in the U.S., because we do have plenty of international listeners,
0: is 21.
1: Yeah. Whether you you
0: agree with that or not, I, I, you know, look,
1: my personal opinion is 21 uh, years of age. My
0: personal opinion is obey the law. Yeah. But also, if you can go die for our country at 18, think you should be able to enjoy a beverage. Yeah, but say, that's just my personal I'd, opinion. I'd say that's a, I also
1: I'd, say respect the law. I was going to say I think that's a very popular adult opinion in the <laughs> United States. If you're old enough to do certain other things and it seems like you grabbing could, yourself a beer should not be <laughs> right. against the right. law. The Europeans mock us, which good for them. They they should. I am of age. You are. The point is I am not someone who can't get beer and I for had sure. the Modelo there. The boy checks my ID <laughs> and my feeling is you're as if you're an employee of a store like that you're right. not supposed to comment on what people buy for sure i don't think you're supp- i think you're not supposed to i'm pretty sure that is like, is a, that like a a retail, a rule? Rule, a retail of like, rule like oh, like you're not like making face or whatever but this boy felt the freedom to say to me i don't know how you drink those things man
0: because him and all his <laughs> so, wisdom, right. him and all his craft
1: beer, well, uh, beer I know, knowledge, wisdom. I have no idea where it was coming from. It felt more of like a judgy place. Either way, my response after I got over the initial shock of like, <laughs> first of all, why are you saying other, anything other to me than here's your ID back, sir? Right, for sure. You're good to go, sir. Because you were in the self-checkout line, right? I am in the self-checkout. So he wasn't even, like, ringing you up. No. And so he has no business not only talking to me much at all, but then to (laughs) comment on my two purchases. The other was uh, Bobo's uh, peanut butter chocolate chip uh, energy bites, which are delicious. Okay. Uh, Either way, all my response to him, well, at that point, I don't want to debate, and I don't want to engage it further. (laughs) I just said, no, they're good which is true for me i think that's sure. right and the boy says no they're not oh he Double no. down no they're not <laughs> he double doubled down he double he repeated that they're not good no he disputed me no they're not good. and re- so him and all his knowledge just so everyone is aware there's, there's listening to this we are drinking the most hard one Cans of Modelo Especial <laughs> in definitely in in regional Virginia history. I can hardly I I I get it. I know it's not like the most insane thing that's ever happened. It's not like the guy was like. It's not like I was. You know, I had to block him trying to punch me or something right. with a can or something. It's just it was just the most unexpected. Like what? What? Huh? Right. You're just a boy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, well, maybe can drive. Yeah, I had a boy judge me for buying a twelve pack of cans of a Modelo Especial. It's super good. Anyways, I thank you, Brian, for sharing that. I know I, I baited you into that. I wanted to hear that again after you had told me <laughs> the yeah. other day. I love Med- Negra Modelo. Is is if I had if I had two of them in front of me, I would choose Negra. But right. but my thing, the thing that I miss most is that Sam's Club here. Uh Sam's Club here in the United States used to sell a a 24 pack
0: 12 that was Negro, 12 12, 12, and 12 and 12 yeah
1: and it was one of the best like deals things. out there yeah like and it was probably like a dollar a bottle at you know how that, Sam's Club no, it's is. Really Sam's good. is Sam's is Sam's is cheap a is that's what I mean so it ended up being like 20s, 20, 20 in the low 20s yeah. for for and for I was like this 20. is unbelievable stupid good and then they stopped making it so anyways. thanks Sam's so what are we here to talk about? All right, Brian, let's let's get on to what we're going to do and talk about
0: match week twenty four. A things.
1: minimum is that game week twenty four. Uh, so far, we can talk about some of the things There's that have happened so There's two games we have far. not seen yet. Yeah, right. That's right. So we haven't seen
0: the the uh, for lack of better terms, we haven't seen the the Arsenal Wolves match. Yep. We have not seen the Liverpool and Leicester match. So those matches will be tomorrow. I I will do my best to produce this tonight. But even if so, chances are you might catch it early. If you're league Ben, you might catch it early as he seems to listen to them. The second I put them out, (laughs) kudos to him. Yeah. So, Uh, He's doing better than me. I will do my best. We'll see. We'll try to keep this semi short so I can try to rip through this. Maybe even tonight. But yeah, worst case, it'll get it out Thursday, and it'll be it'll get you ready for the weekend because the new match week starts on the weekend.
1: That's right. Game week twenty five is right around the corner. Uh, So we're at least gonna. And I have a couple questions about that for you that I think are relevant to anybody who's prepping. Uh, we can talk maybe even one. I don't want to go too many weeks beyond that, just because at this point, planning that far out change, is ridiculous. For sure. I, there's too Agreed. many things, too many variables at this point. I think we either way uh, there. I have a couple of questions. Uh, if Scott was here, he'd be happy to tell you that we have the return of a segment that we haven't had in a while. Uh, I have a how to say. Yes. For yes. this podcast. tonight. Yes. It's not uh, crazy, but it is something that I feel like was is worth sharing. So we will, we can talk about that. And I think that's everything. Except I not to alarm everyone here, but we b- both at some point will be able to explain to everyone. Uh, you, if you're listening right now, you are listening to two idiots.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is one hundred percent.
1: You are listening 100%. to two absolute stupid idiots. I uh, uh we both have an idiot moment to share uh in I di- feel like I different players a... in different things but we we are absolutely there is no getting around it we're dumb. I feel like I have a small defense for mine. Okay. But then again,
0: I'll get to some logic that I should have stuck with this logic. Yeah. and just soldiered on. Um so I didn't think about something in the right way but you're right. You guys are totally listening to two idiots. Although these two idiots are
1: having a decent, decent match weeks this yeah. week. Despite being idiots, still decent, We're still decent, having match, decent week. match weeks. However, uh, let's talk about game week 24 and some other things. <laughs> let's do it. Brian, I wildcarded this week. That is, uh, I think I said it when we did this before. I am increasingly believing that there's no bad time to wildcard. How's your wildcard uh, uh, doing for you?
0: Right now doing doing pretty well. I'm currently sitting on a fifty-three. That's good. And feel and I still have four players left. Okay. So it's I got uh Joda, Trent Alexander Arnold, and Robertson along with Ramsdale okay. left to play.
1: That's great. So I feel pretty good about that. Yeah, I would average score this week. The average is low. I feel like the average is uh, I feel like the average was okay. in the was in the thirties. Average score this oh, week not is 20, is twenty eight at the moment. I have 53.
0: You have 55, I think. No, I'm
1: on 51. 51. Okay.
0: League Billy has 55, and I'm chasing him down. I'm going to run him down a little bit this week. He only has one player left, and I have four, so I'm, uh, I'm pumped about that. Good. All right. Getting to my wild card. I know I was talking about it last podcast. I was flirting with it. As we were talking, I kept tinkering with my team, and then after we were done potting, I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I really like what I was able to put together. And so I just pulled the trigger and did it. Mm-hmm. My wild card consisted of this Ramsdale, Trent Alexander Arnold, Laporte, Cancelo, Robertson, Daniel Amarty. That's my defense. Great. So four massive heavy hitters coming across the, my back line. Yeah,
1: I wondered With how fancy that, scores. I, yeah, I wondered how that would. Yeah, I'm sure the scores were all good. Uh, the scores for Manchester City are great, but I'm just curious to see what that does. Uh, I mean, that's the biggest concern is throwing money in one one line of your of your squad. What that does to the rest of your team. Sure, um, but I think we can, like we'll get to it a little bit later too. Because none of the strikers, no forward in this game is mattering almost at all. No. No one consistently it, for sure. So and then people who get you points are all so cheap, uh, it almost it seems like if you can throw all of your money basically in your defense and midfield, you're probably doing fine.
0: Right. So right now I'm having a good week this week. Current current rank is in the top sixty nine thousand. So I feel okay about that. I, I and again, I'm, I still have a lot of points sitting out there. Anyways, getting to my midfield: Jota, Bowen, Gallagher, De Bruyne, and James Ward-Prowse.
1: Who did you captain this week? I captained De Bruyne. Okay, good.
0: Yep. Now, the whole thought was after this week, I'm bringing Salah right in. So sure. I, I had the money kind of saved and put away to bring Salah right in.
1: Who are you bringing in Salah for? Jota. Oh, okay. Jota okay. leaves. Oh, right, because. I don't think Salah, because
0: of of AFCON and him them losing the final and him playing, like, 420-minute games in, like, 12 days, I just don't – I know he – look, Brother Matt calls me up. He says, hey, Dave, listen, because I call – I think I sent a text and said, hey, is Salah going to play? He goes, Salah walked into Klopp's office and said, I'm ready to play. Right. Now, I think Liverpool medical doctors – and uh, tra- f- uh, physios. I think Liverpool physios and Klopp will probably get together and probably not start Sala. Although, I think Sala wants to play. I think he's uh, I've been told he's a man on a mission, wants to play every game, still feels a little disrespected from all the people who like he's never up for the Ballon d'Or or whatever. Yeah, it's right. Like it's stupid, right? Like, I'm not a Liverpool fan, but that's stupid. Yeah. And, uh, anyways, all that being said, I don't think Salah is going to start. I think he'll probably sub in against Leicester. Anyways, all that being said, I just would rather have Jota this week. So, I had to, sure. in my wild card, I had the money set aside to bring Salah in the following week. I already made that change today. Once the match week started, yesterday, I made that change today. Salah is already back in my lineup. So,
1: okay.
0: So, technically, you know, it's going forward. It, it, it's Salah, Bowen. Uh, Gallagher, DeBron, and then Ward Prowse. Yeah. Now, after today, when I made that same move to bring Salah in, I also brought in Jacob Ramsey. Right. So technically now I'm already on a wild card. I'm already making changes. So Ramsey and Salah, I didn't even care. I took a minus four. Um, I didn't even care. It's one of the only minus fours this year I like. I didn't care about. Jacob Ramsey, we'll get to him in a little bit, is yeah. – r- is crazy red hot. Also, an excellent enabler. So, and then my strikers. And this, this is what you were alluding to. Yeah. The front line. By the way, so my middle, my middle, even if he is just Salah, Bowen, De Bruyne, that's yeah. great anchor spot right there. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Feel, feel pretty safe about that. And then the guy I've been stuck with all year. The guy I've complained about. The guy that I've been riding the wave for the last. I don't know, how many, six, seven weeks?
1: It's been a while.
0: Of James Ward-Prowse. Anyone, yeah. you, long-time listeners of this pod know that Scott and I had a bet, and I said that I would keep James Ward-Prowse on my team all year, this year. And I don't start him every week, but I have recently, and he's been on this run of form That's we've often said this is what he does. He'll yeah. go on a wicked long run of form streak, and he's in the middle of it. Now, we thought, Brian, that it would end with City because they had City Spurs back-to-back. And so, yeah. uh, shame on me. As uh, so, shame on me for thinking that. Going back to match week seventeen, James Ward-Prowse scored a nine thirteen nine seven six. Has a two against Manchester City, and then mm-hmm. this match week, uh, in match week twenty four, scores against Spurs scores an eleven. Yeah. Okay. So stupid me. You know where James Ward-Prowse was this week? On your bench. On my bench. And Brian, you already alluded to it to start the pod. You're listening to two dummies. Yeah. Now, my thought process was, and this is my little defense that I foreshadowed yeah. earlier. If
1: we could do this as a live poll, I would love to see the res- the results. Because I, like, I feel like it would be heavily in favor of the decision you made.
0: Yes, I agree. I think my thought process was wrong. So, I started uh, Gallagher against Norwich. Yes. So, it was Ward-Prowse against Spurs at Spurs. Yep, or Gallagher at Norwich. Yeah, and so I went. I mean, I, I I went with Gallagher, thinking that that was the easier matchup. Now, granted, yeah. most people would probably say, "Well, sure." Now, I could have my defense wasn't changing because the uh, Liverpool home to Leicester and City home to Brentford. Okay, my City guys are playing. Leicester, uh, Liverpool guys are playing. Right. So Bowen's not coming out of my lineup. Neither right. uh, is you know is Yoda or whatever. So. So then, that leaves three players. Edward again going up against Norwich, right, along with Gallagher
1: and Edward, one of the most transferred in players of the entire game week last week. Right. So I, I for this exact for this exact match because of this match. So then, my, and then my other
0: starter was Saint Maxima.
1: Which I, who's going to fault you for starting him against the one of either one or one A? Most ridiculous team in the league this for, year for sure. And then my third striker is Dennis for with Watford. Right.
0: And he was I so I benched him. So my, yeah. my strikers as again getting back to what you had alluded to earlier, Edwards, Saint Maximum and Dennis. Again, spending almost zero money right. up at the front. But is that even gonna hurt me? It Probably doesn't. Not. It
1: doesn't seem like I still
0: it. got a return for anyway. So what I could have done was benched one of my two forwards, just played with one striker, right, and then played Ward Prowse. But I'm, I'm telling you, it's just like if you look at it on paper, like you said, if you were to put a poll out, anyone can look back after the match week is over and go, oh yeah, I should have started him. Well, d- well, da. Yeah, yeah gone it though. I wanted to. Anyways, all that being said, um look, I'm sitting. I'm sitting on a. I love my wild card team. I feel like it's wicked strong all the way through. Defense is, is, I don't think you can have a stronger defense than I have. Yeah. The midfield was Sala and DeBron and Bowen. And then at this point, flying up the, the midfielder scoring charts, Brian, is James Ward-Prowse. He's yeah. up to 12th. Yeah. He's 12th in midfield
1: scoring. Yeah. And, and still just 3.5% selected because no one believes in magic anymore. That's, my, that's the only thing I can think that's the stopping anyone from doing The only reason why I
0: have this. him in my team currently is because I have to have him. But you'll go back to week 17 again. There was only one weekend that was against City where he didn't get you multiple returns.
1: Yeah. And in that match, we talked about it. He would have gotten an assist uh, on one of the goals. I think the Broja goal that was scored that was, that was ruled out uh, because of a foul prior to. So his, he even in that match he still was he still was a de, like a basically a an officiating decision away from a return in that. His two too.
0: assists today. If anyone's seen the highlights in or were watching the games, were unbelievable. His last go ahead goal passed to Che Adams in the middle was it it was a pass back to him that he hit on the run, a cross that came in perfectly to Che Adams forehead which landed in the back of the net. Yeah. It was unbelievable. Listen, James Ward Prowse. It's look, Brian. Say what you said earlier to me on the phone. It started off as a joke.
1: Yeah, initially, yeah, it's right. Yeah, James having James Ward Prowse at the beginning was like, oh, ha ha, you're stuck with him. Then after a few after a few returns, you're like, oh man, it's crazy. He's getting these returns, but nobody's crazy enough to go to him. And now it's like. Are you insane not to have him? Right. Just the number of people that are playing without him at this point—it just, I, I mean, midfield's a tough, a tough spot. Anyway, I, maybe it's just his. Bryce? I mean, other than that, I can't really think of any... He's 6'3". It's not... Right. That's what I mean. There's just so right? many like... options in that range. I wish you could put on your... Uh, I wish you could put on your... Some sort of, you know, a time machine type uh, helmet to go back and decision-making sure. and decide, like, what week you would have gotten rid of him and whether you would have even bothered bringing him back once you did.
0: I'll tell you how close he is. So I said he was ranked 12th. So he's tied with Bukay Osaka from Arsenal for... Eleventh and twelfth right, and then he's one point behind Monet and debron right in in tenth oh, and no, he's yeah he's, so he literally is one point away from being in the top ten scoring in midfield scoring yeah. on the season
1: yeah i mean it's uh it's a uh, the most hilarious uh smart move of you to be forced into having him uh and I'm sure everyone is really happy that you're getting his point <laughs> all right
0: let's let's move on hey listen. Brian, I mentioned a guy, and and we can get to Villa. I feel like we talked about Villa last pod. Let's go to Villa for just a a brief moment just because – I just feel like there's a lot of talking points. They played an unbelievable, exciting match against Leeds today. mm -hmm. Of course, Leeds, anytime they play, is beyond excitable, right? For the neutral, if you're a Leeds fan, how you live week to week, I'll never understand because every single game is – Literally down to the last kick,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, it was today for the most part. Yeah, it was a three-three thriller with Villa and a guy that we talked about a couple weeks ago. That this isn't a huge no-brainer, but this is no surprise to this pod. Philippe Coutinho, man of the match today, a goal and two assists. Yeah, and and uh, and the... his scoring partner, Jacob Ramsey, yeah. four-point-six pound-dollar midfielder. These two guys need to be discussed.
1: Yeah, so in the continuing segment, uh, I'm sorry to tell you you're listening to an idiot. Uh, (laughs) This side of the table is idiotic because my one move this week, uh, after I decided not to take another hit, because I love taking hits this season. For sure. After I decided not to take one, my one move was to sell James Madison to bring in Philippe Coutinho. Great, great move. My second move was to take Philippe Coutinho and put him in my lineup in place of Ben Davis of Tottenham.
0: Okay, it seems super smart.
1: My third move was to not save my team,
0: <laughs> oh, no.
1: which left Philippe Coutinho on the second spot on my bench after Joe Pedro.
0: Oh no! So. Ben Davis's oh, one no. is currently
1: in my team with Philippe Coutinho's 16. Brutal. And the second Absolutely spot on my Absolutely brutal. I'm sorry you're listening to an idiot. <laughs> uh, here's the question for me. So, one, Philippe Coutinho, we felt like he came in like gangbusters, as they say. So first, first, the first time he steps on the pitch for Villa, he crushes. He has a bit of a letdown the week after he, he, that.
0: Well, he crushed with a six. He came on, he subbed on, scored a goal, helped them draw
1: United. Right, that the home game. Right, he comes. Yeah, that's what I mean. He right, steps so like, away, like, just like he comes in and his instant impact, and then he has a down, uh, you know, a down game. Uh, you know, I think every, you know, kind of everything was a bit disappointing against Everton for, for Villa. Whatever, they still win, and then against Leeds, he. You know, comes out with the the biggest explosion. Probably might be one of the best scores of the week. Jacob Ramsey is the only person who's gonna kick to compete with him. And I guess the question is, one, if you don't have either guy, is it purely about money, or is there, a, or is there, is there a reason that you would just say no, just get Jacob Ramsey? So ignore Coutinho.
0: This is interesting. So just I, go I, get Ramsey. I
1: couldn't make this
0: decision because I couldn't afford. Coutinho. right and so I didn't have to make the decision Ramsey or Coutinho and the only reason why we even bring this up and Brian you alluded to this so go back to match week 17 Villa plays at Norwich Jacob Ramsey scores a 10 fantasy mm-hmm. points then they play Chelsea Brentford he gets a 2-1 in those games and then in the last three he's 12 against Manchester United three against Everton Yep, and then 14 against Leeds. So yep. in the last six matches, three double-digit hauls. You'll take that every every game of the week. Yeah, and now granted, two of those games were against Norwich and uh, Leeds, but Crystal Palace played Norwich today and they couldn't do it. Yeah, I was hoping for Edward or Gallagher or something. I got Jack Pooh. So, yep. man. Jacob yeah. Ramsey, 4.6. Not only is he a, a ridiculous fifth midfielder enabler, but, Brian, he's arguably startable for the foreseeable future.
1: Yeah, and, I mean, just to, I guess, to put it, I mean, if you want a little bit of context for it, in the last three matches, just since Coutinho's come in, you know, six shots for Coutinho, four for Ramsey. Actually, Ramsey has attempted one more sh- one more of his shots in the box. So four shots to three in the box in favor of Ramsey. Uh, maybe the weird one, and I don't know. Maybe yet after today, not ex- entirely weird, but Ramsey's had three big chances in the last three weeks. Yeah. To Coutinho's one. Yeah. So you know, I'm. I know you're not going on. You know, it's it's not all about that. I get it. You're not just necessarily looking at, you know, who's. You know who's who's shooting one more shot in the box. Coutinho is a little more creative. I think I don't think that's all that surprising. No. Coutinho's cr- created a, a few more chances than Ramsey. Two big chances that Coutinho's created. But again, I you know I think I feel like my feeling is it comes down to money in, in for most people. Coutinho is what seven zero. Coutinho yes. Coutinho now seven one. up. Okay. He went up to seven one. You probably get a day or two. Before he goes up again, because I think he's going to be one of for the sure. hot commodities, uh Ramsey'll go up here in the next few minutes, right it looks like but even at four point seven what are you are you mad about that <laughs> no, right for no, sure. nobody's mad no, nobody's no one... going to care that he's four point seven that's not you know we're back to this like is he an essential and you know a kind of an essential spot on your bench, you know, looking at it, just thinking in terms of two point four two and a half pounds difference between him and cattinho. You know, that's a premium defender compared to a budget that's a re- defender. That's a really good point. You know what I mean? That's a, that's, and that can maybe get you that it might be the difference between you having, I don't know, Well, okay, Phil Foden or son. You know what I mean? Like, you look, when you start to look into those yeah. kind of categories, like, would you rather have, or maybe like you have son and you, I don't know, do you want, Well, Bruno Fernandes this week. I mean, I feel like that's that's a way to get to some of these. Would you rather have Dina or would you rather have Cancelo
0: or Laporte or Robertson? Right. Right. In other words, like you could save that money, like you just said, throw it into your defense, and it'll be better spent in the defense. I just
1: think the least attractive option of this is having Coutinho and Ramsey. Yeah. I don't think you want. You don't want both. I don't think you want both. I feel like there are too many other it might be popular uh with with um Aston Villa having um their four, their next four matches are at Newcastle, home
0: Watford, at Brighton, home Southampton.
1: Every week we keep hearing that Aston Villa because they still have matches to be rescheduled that one of these weeks coming up, Villa is going to have a double match week. So, that's on the that is definitely a possibility, definitely possible. <laughs> I love that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> everything's definitely possible. <laughs> uh, no, just that—that's that we keep hearing that over and over again. That it's that Villa's rescheduled matches, as it stands, are home to Burnley and at Leeds. Okay. You add Burnley and Leeds right. to any of the matches that they have in the next, definitely in the next four weeks, and, and you want a piece of that. Yeah, everyone will want a will want a triple up on Villa. For sure. Yeah. Real real quick, I want to just kind of
0: bring up this. I feel like you and I are, are on the same page here liking Jacob Ramsey. I I believe if Scott was here, he'd be a little bit of a dissenting voice. Just you think? From what he put up on Slack, he said, uh, I'm not going to read it, a good player that has gone a little bit of a hot streak, but, like, is this fool's gold?
1: Right, sure. I'm,
0: I'm probably going to pump the brakes a little bit. For yeah. me, I watched the match today, mm-hmm. and, the, well, I watched the highlights today, and from what I saw, his uh, timing on the runs, his partnership with Coutinho, his understanding of where Coutinho wanted to play and or the positioning, the space clearing that he uh, uh, understood. I'm telling you, um, Gerard's kind of doing some things there, and it's probably no surprise that Jacob Ramsey was making and doing some of these things under the influence of Steven Gerrard, their new manager. So I I don't think that's probably a coincidence. It's also not a coincidence that Villa getting Philippe Coutinho at sort of a discounted rate uh, on a loan from Barcelona. Uh, And Coutinho has come back to England and has been doing things that he could not do in Spain for whatever reason. So kudos to him. Love to see it. There's nothing to not like about Aston Villa. Right yeah. right now, like on the club mojo table uh when I get it from League Ben and get it, it's updated, I'm sure Villa will be a higher than they were
1: previously, and that will be uh that'll be fun to see yeah today i mean just to, i mean i I am a triple up on uh aston Villa guy right now with with Dina and. Coutinho, and Ollie Watkins. Ollie Watkins was. So you, you know, got one
0: at, at each level.
1: One at each level. Uh, Watkins was definitely, you know, he's a big target. I think for everybody once he came back in. Um,
0: Watkins hadn't done anything in a while. No,
1: he has not, and that's. I feel is like. That uh, yeah, it's worrisome, and that's why I think you know I would throw that question to almost anybody who uh, you know he's his his percentage selected is thirteen. He's at over thirteen percent, which. I mean that's that's as high as you're gonna get, I think, for most forwards at this point. I just, to me, I I I every t- every time I've thought about transferring a player out, I think the schedule keeps making me say, you know what? It's Ollie Watkins. Just We've seen wait, it be really be good. It's just a matter of time, and they keep having like decent matchups, and he keeps doing nothing. And I would say like not not nothing. I mean he's he's you know he's involved. He's still setting, He's still a creative forward. He's getting an okay amount of shots. But I feel like, you know, I, I referenced it a couple of weeks ago, just to say it seems to be a general observation of him that he's not exactly, like, a goal – like, he's not goal-starved. Yeah, okay. He doesn't look like he just lives and dies by scoring goals. Mm. So, to me, you know, I even look at it now where I think everybody was rushing to – to Dean to get him in there to get him in the side and I just think, well look at this. Like you look at a Leeds matchup and you just think, well, they're they're tightening up a little bit. They're not they I mean they're not even close. Leeds Leeds kind of ripped them. Yeah. So I don't I mean him being there doesn't it doesn't like automatically make them more defensive. So I just I look at the upcoming schedule and you think like okay at away to Newcastle resurgent Currently surging Newcastle, that's not a game where you think, "Oh yes, thank here comes Dean six for his clean sheet. Home to Watford, okay, like you look at that one and just think Watford can't do anything. like right. Watford seems to not be able to kick the ball even close to the net. right at Brighton, I don't know. Brighton, you know they have they have their moments, might be a defensive match, whatever, and then home to Southampton. Unpredictable Southampton. So I get it. You look at those matchups, it's mostly green. It was green this week versus Leeds, and we see how that turned out. I just like now that I've like, you know, I was so happy with getting Dean's big, you know, his haul last week. Right. You know, getting a 12 from him was fantastic. Getting a one from him this week, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm just kind of curious how, what the feeling is. Yeah. You know, Coutinho and Jacob Ramsey blow up today. Buendia, enforced sub. I kicked around the idea of bringing Buendia in before I brought in Coutinho, yeah. just as the differential. Buendia goes off at 59 minutes today. So, you know, that that's a motor. They need him in there. So, like, I see it. I see it like everybody else. We'll say that probably until this podcast is over. The color-coded matchup rating is a silly way to look at it. And I can't I, – I just don't know how – yeah, the mojo is is rising – for Villa, but it's also for Newcastle. I agree. It's also rising for Newcastle, and Villa's got to go there. It would be a little different, I think, if next Newcastle week if it coming was to coming Villa. to Villa. I agree. Next week, I'm, it's not as green as it looks. I would way rather have attacking players in that game than just say, like, "Well, you know what? It might I'm be re- another 3-3, three, three, like Leeds. I really need Dean in there for the defensive effort. Like, It's not. They just right. don't have it. Right, right, anyway, right. that's for a lot sure. of time on Villa. Definitely worth it because I feel like Jacob Jacob Ramsey is the one of the most transferred in this week. And, and I feel like and, he should be. And he should be, and so is Coutinho. You can't score that kind of – you can't have that kind of score. If you're looking to set your teams guys.
0: up, which you should be, for match weeks 26, 27, 28, 29, around there, because some doubles are going to be coming at us. And like you'd already alluded to, it's going to be tough to figure out exactly when they're coming. We know that there's some – the games have already been scheduled for Match Week 26. So so we know what's going on there, and there's rumors that more doubles are going to be thrown in there on 27 and 28. So it's almost impossible to plan that far ahead, but if you're, if you're making moves to clear out money so you can make the moves that you want to make in the upcoming weeks, going to Jacob Ramsey this week is a 4-6, even if he's not bringing in double-digit hauls, is a no-brainer.
1: Dave, it's not the, it's the next most, to me, it's the next most important question uh, as we go into the next, especially going into game week 25. Who is the more hilarious club right now? Everton or Manchester United? Man, what a question. Uh, League Drew, I mean, if you were to ask... League Drew emphatically said... Manchester United.
0: I think he's right, and he knows his own team. so yeah. This is what's bizarre. At least with Everton at the moment, you have a new manager. You have you what you think is good players. It's going to take the manager. You can't expect overnight changes. Uh, as an Arsenal player, I know this specifically. Uh, you cannot expect overnight changes. Assuming you have the right guy. We don't know if Frank's going to be the right guy. I like Frank Lampard. I think he's a winner. I think he's clutch. I think he probably learned some stuff in his first go around with Chelsea. It might have been too early for him to launch to Chelsea. I know he is at Derby. Slow down on me, Derby. I know slow down on me, Twitter, okay? <laughs> so, uh but Chelsea was the first big time job, right? Managerial experience. Now he's at Everton. I think he learned some things, and I think they're going to be okay. I think they have some parts. I think he's going to have a vision of what he wants to do. Number one, he's got a horrible goalkeeper, so he's got to start there probably and get Jordan Pickford out. But let's not talk about how Everton can can fix their team because no one really cares. You asked me, who's the bigger circus team? Is this mm-hmm. right? Manchester yeah. United. So with all Everton's issues, and it, at least you can say, well, we think we're going somewhere. And you understand that it's going to be, we're trying to change some things. United was supposed to be challenging for the title and top 4. United has already lost their their manager. They have some weird interim manager that's only there to for the end of the season. Michael Carrick could have done that and you let him go. Arguably the team was performing better under him in the mm-hmm. about two or three matches than under Rangnick or whatever United is trying to do with this guy. He's a dead man walking and he's not staying around. The club already was hard enough. With you know, credit to Scott, he said bringing Ronaldo in is already going to be an issue. Turns out he's probably right. As now, but here, but here, what I would say against that is this: is it Ronaldo's Ronaldo is a professional, and he is probably horribly furious with the front office moves and the managerial moves that have been going on because they're idiotic. Yeah. They just are. I don't even need to go into how idiotic they are.
1: Did you watch the Middlesbrough FA Cup match? No, they, I saw the they I, said I it, watched the highlights. They said at one point uh at halftime that uh they announced that there was no food available at the concessions Stop. and so fans just basically stayed in the stadium. That they that even then it was like like kind of like what's going on here?
0: Unbelievable.
1: Yeah. I assume the pies were back for the <laughs> Burnley match. That be pies. It no, was it was at, at Turf Moor. So. But I'm saying like that, that even in that even in that moment right. you just think like how. Manchester what, like what United is- not only do they have a
0: horribly inconsistent structure, um player structure or whatever they have. The collection of players they have, there's absolutely no consistency. There cannot be a clubhouse. The clubhouse mojo has to be horrible. There, I don't. No one knows who the leader is. They have continuing underperforming defenders. Harry Maguire. They don't even really know who's going to show up in the defense on a weekly basis. I'm not even sure if they know who's going to be in their starting lineup other than Scott McTominay. Manchester United is is since I've been following Premier League soccer, which is at least a minimum of 10 years at this point, is the biggest joke circus of a team I've ever seen from a from a top six club and that's including my own team. Yeah. I mean I feel like your team was pretty hilarious uh, in the
1: last few years. I know. I feel like this feels like it 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 just completely lights up. Arsenal Arsenal at least felt like they
0: were trying. They might have been screwing up but they felt like they were trying. I don't even know what United's
1: doing. It's a joke. Um so if I just think if they, they, they basically had a mirror image kind of game against Burnley that they did against Middlesbrough in the FA Cup. Yeah. And if the Burnley match had gone to a penalty shootout, Burnley per- would have won 10-9. 10-9. Uh, so if United is the most hilarious team in the league, why is everyone flocking like Lemmings to their assets? No ahead idea. of the double week. And then follow-up question to that. Do Lemmings flock Lemmings flock. I don't think Lemming, they do. No,
0: well no, no but they, they don't flock, but they, don't, they do they, don't,
1: they do line up in uh, they don't herd, that's for sure. Do they
0: well they, they uh they swarm.
1: I don't know if Lemmings they swarm kind of you. swarm. Do you I have to fly like, to swarm? That's my feeling. Interesting. I'll I'll figure it out. De Gea most transferred in last week, second most transferred in this week. Shaw, Dallow, Varane, all in the top eight for defender transfers in this week. Pogba and Bruno, both in the top five for midfield transfers in this week. Rashford's in the top 15. Even, like you said, uh, Scott McTominay, that mutant Pez dispenser cracks the top 25 of transfers in. Ronaldo... Ronaldo is a super high ownership and he's super expensive and he was benched to start against Burnley. So I guess it kind of makes sense that he's low on the forward transfers in right now. But like, why? Like, I guess like all I feel like I heard and I know that was some of it was prior to the Burnley result. I'm sure everybody's asking the question, but what's the appeal here? And everyone is going to have Ronaldo or anyone that has Ronaldo or Bruno is going to captain them next week because they have good matchups. And they had an unbelievable matchup this week. Could only score a goal that was put in by someone that no one has. So Pogba gets your only goal and now Pogba is a top five midfield transfer in. One goal for Paul Pogba and he's everyone's going to him. This is one of the few times where whatever hyperbole Scott would add to this right now would be the most appropriate thing. I feel like I would say 100% whatever he's about to scream about Paul Pogba. For sure. Scott I said be- one of the few times. I didn't mean it like that. What I meant was just to be clear. I don't okay. think not that there's the, that Scott is constantly <laughs> what I just want to say <laughs> is that I know I could count on Yes. A probably semi-scream. Yes. Uh, about Paul Completely. Potra. Yeah. And I and I'm just saying,
0: either that or he'd be like, I'm so over that player. Like I don't even want to give
1: him the time of day. Bruno, I guess. Bruno was. He's going to be one of the top shooting players probably this week. He attempted four shots. It's okay. great. It's right now. It's tied for second most of anybody. He created the most. Probably going to be the the most creative player this week. Created seven chances for United. He had a he had an assist taken away by VAR yeah. in this match. As soon as I saw the the Varon goal, Bruno assist, I was like, crap, I should have brought him in. And then two seconds later, it was like, oh, thank goodness I didn't bring him in. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I saw ruled out by you know for offside, fine. Either way, I get it. There's probably some promise, and especially because the last double week, he went completely bonkers.
0: Brian, United's next match is home to Southampton. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you trust that? Now, I know Southampton's been better at home yeah. than they have been on the road, but this is Southampton team who just went to not White Hart Lane and yeah. beat
1: Spurs. A Spurs team that is trying real hard.
0: Uh, that's yeah. trying
1: to play for their manager who is also managing real hard based on his reactions today. In
0: fact, there was a lot of real hardness going on, like uh-huh. celebrating. Uh, and yeah. There's five
1: goals in the match today, right? Yeah. Exciting match. Yeah, we were we were an inch away from there being six goals. Was
0: there a was there a scuffle? Was no, a, a no. Side-line well, scuffle? I mean
1: there was there was some there was some gesturing there was some celebratory energy thrown at the <laughs> between the managers. <laughs> was That's Conte for sure. And, and
0: uh, Hazenhudo having celebratory like double fist pump a uh, hip thrust at yeah. each other. Kinda? Yeah,
1: especially at the final whistle, <laughs> Hazenhudo got the final, <laughs> the final, yeah, utter guttural scream.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then some thrusting and <laughs> not at Conte, but in in the, his direction. In that direction. Yeah. yeah. Um. This Southampton team, uh, that's some energy, coming off of a win like that, and I, th- I think you're right. I don't see why are they a good matchup. We've we've reached the phase of the season where Southampton is not a good matchup. United is next in, in this in this in quotes air quotes here
0: double match week for 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 United, in a team that is horrible on the Club Mojo chart at the moment. And they're playing the next two home matches, which normally would be great. But their clubhouse is a wreck. They don't have any player, in my opinion, worth any form. And they're playing two coast teams, Southampton and Brighton, at home in the next two match weeks. I have zero confidence that they're going to get a result in
1: either of those matches. Do you have any Manchester United players in your team Negative. right now? Are you, are you interested in any of them at Not all? even close. And the people that own Ronaldo
0: at this point... Twenty-seven point eight high. percent of people. That is huge uh, selection. Owning percentage. him, yeah. I did look. He hasn't given you a return. I'm not saying that he won't score in the next. He might score in the next two match weeks. I'm just saying there's. He's not. There is. There is no mojo going forward. There's no consistency in the club play. There is no continuity in what United are doing. I want nothing to do with
1: any United player. Period. Even Bruno. I don't care my and, opinion. And I think so and what I was going to say last time Bruno had the, a huge double week. Anyone who had him and captain him benefited hugely true. from having Bruno in the last double week. In the last double week, Cristiano Ronaldo did not play one of those matches. And so Bruno's big his haul was in a match where Bruno did not play. So largely his score came from a, a, a in a scenario that is unlikely in this double week. Well Bruno not starting against Burnley I think all but guarantees he'll play, he'll start both of the double week matches. They're spaced out far enough next week that you know because they play, you know, they've already played this week, they play, you know, they're the first match this Saturday and then they play, you know, then they have 3 days again. Before they play Brighton for their for their double week, so I just I just don't. They play uh, on the twenty second, like they you know they they kind of pile up a little bit you know after they they play Leeds in twenty six and then they're back into European competition, you know that's you know that's kind of sandwiched there in between game weeks twenty six and twenty seven. They have a lot going on. They need Ronaldo. I think, you know, Cavani was back this week. Of course, so they need Ronaldo.
0: So, but they need. Right. They need. What I'm saying more is, like, just that.
1: What I'm saying is, like, they they need fresh legs. They need something happening. And it's. I just like what what, what system are they going to implement now? It just seems like a lot of you know a lot of this. You when know, like when they've been successful, they can't sustain it. They have too many question marks in different in different places on the pitch and then you know you get you know Pogba comes back and you think like oh maybe this is the kind of spark that they need they get an instant spark from him you think oh now they're finally going to just roll burnley and burnley doesn't lay over and then burnley comes back and this burnley looked like had fun a, burnley, burnley. Yeah, i've burnley, never this just, is they they look like the most un-Burnley-ish
0: team that i've seen burnley look like in a while and united let them do that so my my question to you was going to be is this like new super fun Burnley or is this United let uh, not fun Burnley be fun Burnley?
1: My feeling is that, I mean, they added someone, which if we want to, we can say his name. If you want to learn how to say it, well, I can do it. Ho- I can say right it. Right after I, this opinion, I want th- to learn how to say it. The reason why I thing. say it is just because they brought in a guy who has big energy who who is a big dude who is a who's enormous and who I can't you just think like no there's no way they lose one giant they bring in another giant and this is what's going to save their season it just seems so unlikely but the big thing with burnley has just been like they're leaky they uh you know they don't really have anything going forward they seem really lackluster they're just they just feel like such a relegation team this year and they didn't play like one today and no they they looked outstanding nick pope nick pope was old nick pope today i know and so that's that's the other part of it is defensively if they're tighter and then dwight mcneil starts to get more forward corne was, was was there and like they have the they have a little bit more going forward Jay rodriguez is not a, he's not a nobody and now they have a guy that's kind of a, you know, kind of an organizer up there. A guy that has some real scoring pedigree. Let's learn how to say his name. Tell me how to say
0: this pedigree scorer's name. There music for this? I'm sure, as always, we
1: could do something. Well, Dave, as usual, the only song I want to hear while we do this horrible bit is the Outcast classic, B.O.B. Uh, or Bombs Over Baghdad from their album Stankonia. Uh, I love. That song. But since we're still trying to get this uh, podcast canceled, let's go, with that, let's go with that new Adele song, Easy On Me.
0: Oh, another great song. That's a good choice, though.
1: <laughs> this week's How to Say takes us to two places that are probably not very high on most people's lists. Burnley and the Netherlands. <laughs> okay, okay fine. The Netherlands is probably an awesome place to visit, but on my pronunciation <laughs> list, it's way down there. Right. Our yeah, man today... It's always the Dutch. Our man today is the newest Burnley loaf of the whitest bread coming to you. Fresh out of the Dutch oven from a smallish town called Borna. What? Like yes, Jason Borna? It looks like Born. b o r, But it's spelled B-O-R-N-E. It's spelled b r n e. There's no U in it. Oh, okay. B-O-R-N-E, but it's pronounced Borna. Borna, okay. Vout is his first name. What? Vout. Wout. Nope. Vout. Wout. It's spelled W O U T, right? I don't think most people are going to be surprised that it's Wout. Wout. No. Considering where he's from, names like this tend to go that way, okay. et cetera. Um, his surname mostly follows suit. Okay. Uh, so, just adjust- just one wrinkle you'll likely hear people saying Veghorst. Beghorst, Okay. Which is mostly correct. It's spelled W E G, uh-huh, H O Uh but the Dutch G is more like the Scottish CH. So we've been here before, I think. Okay. Um, and in reliving the moment, those memories okay. gave me diarrhea this afternoon.
0: Right? Okay, for sure. Perfect.
1: So let's, I want to just end the pronunciation bit of this by saying that your newest Burnley Giant replacement striker is none other than Valt Vechhorst. Oh! Weckhorst. It's got a little back throat. Yeah, it, you don't have to go all like Scottish Loch Ness Monster on it. But okay. But it is a K. Like it k. is a, it is a pronounced K. Valt. Valt Weck, Right? Yeah. You know, veg, that's the thing. It's hard, it's hard to do that cuz you're not we're not A, we're not we're not, we're not used to. Of course, speaking not speaking like that. No, but we But it should. is a bit of a ve- it's more of it is more of a vec vec horse v- than a veg. Okay. So just that's that's the pronunciation. More of a vec. Yeah. Awesome. Val Beckhorst got an assist. Okay.
0: In my analysis of this, his understanding with Jay Rodriguez. Jay Rodriguez Created space, pulled his defender out towards towards the ball, yeah. creating space that Veg. Well, I almost did it. Vechorst, yeah, filled, and then once Vechorst got the ball, created some more space for himself as Jay Rodriguez then streaked towards the goal and received the pass from Vechorst as he deftly went past Maguire, cut in front of him. Yeah. And Maguire, the only way he could stop him would have been to give him a pen. And then he chipped De Gea. Uh, a Rodriguez I've not seen before.
1: So I, I don't like know we, if he can I do it like this we, again. I feel like we have seen Jay Rodriguez be really uh, good at times.
0: I, yeah, but like he's always a poacher. He was a he was a slasher in this yeah. situation. And it just, I was like, wow.
1: Like The one thing that you know for sure is that They've already had a guy who's giant, who knew how to play A as like a hold up player, B yes. was a big guy who could win the ball. Always in the a air. threat on set pieces. So they're they're it's it's as close they didn't it have feels to change like, anything. as close for a like to like for like replacement. And he might front. be better. And that's what I'm saying. It seemed like they were very constant. it was very c- concentrated effort of getting the ball to Veg Horst. To to find a way to get the ball to Veghorst. As much as they possibly could, wherever he was. Yeah. And then if he's going to be able to do this, and then you see what happens. Like, I get it. You're playing in front of your home fans. It's Manchester United, whatever. You're up for it because it's a top six level club. Yeah. And they were like, I mean, that's like that was like a cup final for them. Every match is a is a final. For it them is for, right for now for the rest for their, until for they're sure. out of relegation, which sure. w- which they still might not be. Right. But the The reason why I mean I don't want to spend a, a ton of time on it, but just to say like we already know for sure, Burnley have, Brighton and Spurs. So this week you know you're kind of ignoring them. They play Liverpool. Even if you are thinking about bringing in someone, you're not. You're even if you have Cornet. Are you if you have Cornet? Are you playing Cornet against Liverpool? Right. I don't think you are. Mm, I don't know. I don't know, but. I'll it's say- not the worst. It's not what it was years ago. It's not like an impossible matchup. They, could, I mean, somebody, people can break. It can happen right. against Liverpool no, it this could. season. It could. And Cornet would be the guy to do it. He would be. Correct. I so agree.
0: it's not an insane thing to because play Because he him. will be the one to catch Robertson or Trent Alexander-Arnold at a position because they're pushing up too far on a counter. Cornet's speed is silly.
1: Right. So, so g- yeah, he is the guy to hurt them. Game week 26, Burnley have a double. Brighton... Uh, away, Tottenham at home. Game week 27 currently is they are at Crystal Palace, but the rumor is because that's a uh, because in between 27 and 28 is you know there's FA Cup matches for a bunch of teams. The game week 27, Burnley will have another double. They'll double double. It'll be Crystal Palace and then they'll get their Leicester match scheduled. The home to Leicester scheduled in that. Because Leicester lost to Nottingham Forest. So well, four to one. So Leicester, like that's four those matchups are not bad. No. They're not they're not great. At Brighton, not great. Home to Spurs, not yeah. great. It's
0: not but great. But they're
1: both beatable. Those no, are beat f- those are beatable. Those are both beatable defenses. Yeah. No, that's fine. I think and that, then I, K- Palace and Leicester in game week twenty seven I just think if you are making a permanent move, yeah. and you want to just look ahead. I just would want to say we can revisit it probably after game week 25 or whatever. But just to, as you prepare like looking ahead to game week 26 or 27, I'm sure plenty of people are going to be free hitting in probably 27, I would imagine. Doubling having a having a Burnley a, a couple Burnley attackers in a a week where a bunch of teams are going to have blanks. Yeah. I mean that's that's gonna get you through. No, Cornet sure. and and Vekhorst as your as t- uh, two of your two of your game week twenty seven free hit team. Yeah, bring it on. I will probably do that.
0: Burnley is is in a weird spot, and and I, and I want and again we need to move on. This is way too much love for a team that is last in the table. But I just want to say this: like I don't. They might not stay there, and what I mean by that is their record they've one one win on the season which sounds stupid 11 t- draws and eight losses okay right. so the teams these are teams that have more losses on the season than burnley watford 15 norwich 14 newcastle 10 everton 12 leeds 9 brentford 13 crystal palace 8 same leicester city 8 same aston villa 11 losses. You see my point there? Yeah. Burnley is really close to turning a few of those draws into wins. Yeah. And now, granted, you could come at it from the other side and go, yeah, well, they're also that close to turning those draws into losses. Maybe. I think it's easier to turn a draw into the win than necessarily – the way Burnley's always been set up is more like a – more of a defensive team. Yeah. Okay? So it's easier to protect, you know – or or, or to yeah. hang in games. Yeah,
1: get a lead and preserve it, or hang in, you know, find a way to scrap a draw.
0: I say all that to say this. Right. They also have their last in the table, they have uh, three games in hand on Norwich, two on Watford, two on Newcastle, one on Everton. So, they, they have plenty of matches still left to play, and they have 14 points, Watford has 15, Norwich 17, Newcastle 18, Everton 19. So, Burnley is in a place where they can win yeah. some matches all they have to do is get a few extra matches and they're out of the relegation zone and don't think that they're not they don't have their eye on this and yeah. the way they played against united gives makes me raise my eyebrows
1: i just also just to say too i don't think moving to nick pope i still don't think it's a crazy move everybody's going to the other obvious options i don't i feel like pope is still a i know he's expensive he just doesn't it's just not not a crazy move sounds good um, can we go to the next hilarious team? Might as well while we're since we Everton. referenced them. Is Everton getting relegated? Maybe.
0: Wow. You know they signed Deli and uh, Spurs might have been laughing because I the rumor was that that was the worst performance from an Everton footballer in a long time. Oh, jeez. It was bad. I don't know. I I don't think they're going to get relegated. I think, but I, I'm telling you, they might be fighting it the rest of the season. I think that's obvious. I mean, that's a no-brainer at this point. I think they're going to be fighting at the rest of the Even
1: season. with a good schedule upcoming, meaning Leeds and at Southampton, does Everton matter in any tiny way?
0: Not this Southampton and not this Leeds. Okay.
1: I just I, I mean, just I- feel like so many people, like Calvert-Lewin's on the bench. I know that was a big talking point for people. Calvert-Lewin was fit enough to make the bench. But did not sub in at play, right? didn't sub in yeah. at all.
0: No, that's friggin' weird.
1: What is that? Yeah, that's weird. That's uh that's that's issues. Richarlison, popular semi popular pick coming into the week. I think just the new manager bump and playing at home again or I mean sorry, playing did They didn't again. play good against Villa. Uh, I mean for Yeah, sure. they definitely did. Yeah. Um but you know, playing at Newcastle and they get a bit stomped against Newcastle. A bit stomped, three one. That's De- that's a Definite stomping. stompage. And they, I, like, I just don't, I just don't see where the, I just don't see where the no, appeal. Is I want, I want nothing here. to do with Everton.
0: There's teams I want nothing to do with. I want nothing to do with Everton. I want nothing to do with Manchester United. I want nothing to do with with Norwich
1: for the most part. I um, can, I will argue a guy in a minute. Okay, fair enough. But no, I just think you know, just I feel like we've got so many of these matches this week's where this week where you have like clubs that. They're just traveling in opposite directions. And Mm. Newcastle all of a sudden has new ownership. They have some big, big names. You get one of the big signings comes in and free kicks a goal for you. Karen Trippier. Karen Trippier comes in and blasts a free kick goal. Two bonus points. Eight total fantasy points for you. Seven points last week in their clean sheet against Leeds. Also had two bonus in that game. Uh, Trippier's... Decently creative. I mean it's four four chances created in the last two games. I just don't I don't feel like you're counting on him for I
0: don't think Dude, you're counting on him. If if he knows he's crossing it into Chris Wood. And on the back post is same maximum. So I mean what
1: yeah what's, what's the hate about that? So next three matches for Newcastle, home to Villa at West Ham at Brentford. What's what? wrong with that? No, nothing. I'm I'm playing you have St. Max, men. I do. A, I said I, that earlier. Continues to be really good. Gets you another assist here. Three returns in his last four matches. Uh, he's one of the top transfers in. Has been now, I think, for two weeks in a row. Like, also, is this what Ryan Fraser was waiting for Maybe. this whole time? I, is this old Ryan Frazier? Is this Bournemouth Ryan Frazier that showed up? Yeah, it really was. It was Bournemouth Can Ryan Can he duplicate Frazier. this? That's going to be the question. Now, I'm not making a move on no, that. No, no one's going to go. It's way too soon to I jump just, on him, but it's, it's interesting. He's not one of those players, though, that you could point to and say, where did that come from? Right. Because he's it, we've, well, we, we it, look at
0: him and go, where has this yeah, been? Yeah,
1: that's, yes, that's exactly it. Where where has this been all along? And now you finally get a match where, where you know you kind of see what he's capable of again. All, the other thing with Newcastle is that they're – they're one of the teams that have, an, I'd say, a nicely spaced schedule. remaining schedule. Okay. Yeah. So, other like, there's a couple of times the rest of the season that they play back to back matches where you're like, I don't love that. One of them's really late in the season. They play Liverpool and City. Yeah. 30 game weeks, 35 and 36 back to back. Other than that, there's not really anything that you just say, like, completely avoid. They play Brighton and Chelsea in 28 and 29. Not great, right? But still, like if you have the guys there, you're not selling any of them. If at that point, if Trippier has gotten you four four returns in the five matches that he's played by then, you're you're thrilled to have him. Yeah, I just think that there's a lot. I mean, obviously, there's a lot. Like, there's a lot going right for them right now. I get it's Everton, and we're you know we can't make a huge case since we just said that Everton's this either the most or second most hilarious team in the league right now. For sure. But yeah, I mean, this is a big result for Newcastle. Like, they desperately needed it, and they got it. And they might be finding a way to, like, fire through this. Yeah. No, for sure. So you said you're the one of the teams. It's hilarious that you say Everton and Manchester United and then Norwich as teams that you're not. Interested in. I, I did. In I slaves. did say that. So that's. that's I, I'm, no, a, no, I, I think it's a. I think it's hilarious to say. I'm not interested in Everton or Manchester United and, and also Norwich. <laughs> um, now, it's not fair to Norwich, is it, Brian? As no, Smith seems to
0: be riding the ship a little bit. A little bit. I just don't look at how many players I am interested in. Other than I'm not interested in this player. Other than the fact that I have a bet with Scott. And I don't remember what the bet is but Timu Pookie Pookie fastest goal of the is season. Is
1: P- uh Pookie 2.0 Pookie, bet Pookie's getting 12. I might, winning. I think I think I think I have to get 10 or above. Pookie's I, winning your bet from from 2 years ago <laughs> 2 years too late. I know but
0: again I can't remember it might have been less than 10 and I think the first Pookie bet I had with Scott was he was going to score Ten goals and Scott says no way, and he was on nine or something, or maybe it was twelve. He had to score twelve goals. He was on eleven, and for the last eight match weeks, he did absolutely nothing. And anyway, so I think we did it again this year. I think if Pookie scores double digits, I win the bet, and he's on six. Yeah, so we're on pace. Yeah, let's do it, Pookie. Come on, team. Um,
1: the guy that I would say, and just in uh, the he's Jacob Ramseying as a forward here is Adam Ida. Uh, starts again this week. Uh, got you a, an assist uh, on the Pookie goal. Okay. Um, since game week 20, Ida has. Uh, it's a run of five straight starts for him. That's the reason why I'm going there. So, in his five, this run of five straight starts for him, which includes those games where Josh. Sar- the, the game that Josh Sargent, like a, a couple of weeks ago. So, Ida played in that match. It's not like this is a. Okay, either this, or. This is, right. This isn't like. Sergeant played, so Ida was benched and he's coming in off the bench whatever. Okay. Ida's got a goal and two assists. Yeah. In the last five weeks. He has twenty three points, which is tied for second most among forwards. Wow. With Harry in the last, Kane. In the last three weeks. Only Edward has more points than him in the last five in his last five matches. Wow. He's not shooting a ton. You know, he's got nine shots and you know, which is like Top still top ten yeah. though. Okay, and he's played seventy four minutes in all at least seventy four in all five matches. So wow. he's at least like he's playing the majority of minutes. I just like you want to talk about enabling. Like this is a guy for me. Like you know as you know I am kicking around my a wild card going into game week twenty five to set myself up one to get Salah back in because I think that's the only way I'm going to be able to do it, but two kind of to set up for for game week 26, yeah. because was the one of the last strategy pieces we can talk about in a second. I don't know how I get away from Ida at 4.9 as a forward. Wow. That's a good point. I, like, I, I, the other guy, like, you know, Broja was back today for Southampton, Broja, or Broja. Okay. He's back for Southampton today, despite the orange triangle. So that's another, that's, you know, if you're picking, like, if it was like one or the other, of course, I'd rather have I'd rather have Broya, but I just think this is someone Norwich isn't uh four point nine pound dollars, Ida, four point nine pound dollars for Ida. Is it you're, Ida or Ida? You're not. I, I don't know. We can we can talk about that. If only me. we there's a way. You're not using him the next two weeks. Norwich play home to Manchester City and then they play at Liverpool. Right. That's not good. Worst matchups you could. After do. that, once they come back from that. In game weeks 27, 28, 29, you get Southampton, Brentford, Leeds. Not nearly as intimidating. He, he could score in those matches. Right. That's what I mean. Norwich, Norwich. I don't, I don't know how much you would have given them to score against Crystal Palace today. They scored in the first minute. They scored, they scored almost immediately. Wow. So that's what I'm saying. I just think this is, uh, this is a guy now, Like he's, he's got you some returns. He's ridiculously cheap and in a position where like what do you what do you want from forward right now you're hoping for literally anything o- honestly the way it's gone uh, looking at you uh Edward owner Dave and yes. any other Edward owners who got 10 minutes out of Edward uh, for Crystal Palace this week like i i feel like or, or freaking Ronaldo owners yeah if your guy starts I think you you're like oh thank goodness, thank goodness he's out there. Like at this point, like that's what I'm saying. You you know, anybody hangs on to Broya and yeah. you're like, man, I hate it that he's got that orange triangle and he's playing against Tottenham anyway. I don't think I'm going to use him. And then of course he comes out and plays, you know what, eighty three minutes or something like that. Right. Scores a goal. Right, right. Crushes as usual. Like, <laughs> no, I just it's just funny to see like a position that is just so. Uh, throwaway right now. Yeah. And a guy who now at 4.9 is one of the most consistent returners in the last five weeks. I know. I know. In that match, uh, as an Edward owner, you're not getting rid of him.
0: No, no, no. Keeping him. Horribly disappointed, but no. Keeping Edouard,
1: uh If did. you didn't have him, would you still make him a priority to get?
0: I don't know. That's that's a that's a that's well like, said. Like so, I, I, I know that it changes. So there, it changes there,
1: every week, and especially when someone gets benched, where you're like, uh you like all whatever energy you had for that person, you pull back like almost a hundred percent as soon as you see them not start. Right. I know for
0: sure. I I think that just means he he'll start next match. It's it's home home to Brentford, and like I said, I would rather have seen. Him not come in at all, but he comes in for ten minutes, which yeah. is which is frustrating. I mean, that's just a fantasy player uh, there. But their upcoming matches are the next three out of, three out of four you love at Brentford, home Chelsea, at Watford, home Burnley. Yeah. So there's nothing there to not like, and and you look at his prior form to that. We're talking about going back to match week seventeen. Yeah. Eight I two mean. fourteen six two eight one. It's like every other match he does it. And this was his off match anyway, so uh, you know next match uh, against Brentford, you know why not? Yeah, he's
1: still your form. Edward's still your form forward right now. Like I said, he's the most points in the last five weeks. Yeah. more than you know, more than even Adam Ida. Ooh, interesting. Um, no, I just that I, I like I'm just looking at it now. This is somebody like before I decided not to take a minus eight. Right. He was part of my minus eight. Okay. It was yeah. to move Antonio out for Edouard. Edouard. Yeah. Um I'm glad I didn't do it, uh, but I'm just I'm I just wonder. Yeah, uh, no, knowing that. With... We're just also thinking too. Crystal Palace have a double week coming up. I know that's why so many people are, you know, Brentford this week, then Chelsea, Watford, yeah. double in 26, right. um, with Burnley after that. So I mean, the next definitely the next four weeks. Palace extremely useful. All right. Oh, can I ask you a question about um, Connor Gallagher, too? Same, ask me a same, question. Yeah, sure. Same vein. For sure. Would you, do you, you do not have Connor Gallagher? I did. He is now
0: not in my team, uh, as uh, Jacob Ramsey is in my team. Would but, you bring him in? Well, I, I had Gallagher in my wildcard team thinking it was a great match against Norwich, and I was cool with keeping him with his upcoming schedule, but Jacob Ramsey just made it seem like I got to go to that guy.
1: Yeah. I'm just wondering because. Gallagher even so since Connor Gallagher uh, so gets a yellow card today, which is also hilarious. Like you know, great matchup gets you like the worst thing that you can see for sure. Can't play against Chelsea, so ineligible to play against parent club. But would you bring him in anyway, since the next two matches he would play are at Brentford and at Watford? Yeah, I I don't hate
0: that. I, That's I, what I, don't, I, mean. I I just, I didn't because I, I just went in a different direction, but I'm also my, you know, I'm just kind of weird about certain things, but no, I had him in my team and I would bring him in, uh, because at a six, two, I don't think you're relying on him to be a linchpin in the middle of your, of your, your, you know, he's not that Connor Gallagher at a six, two is not the anchor of your midfield. No. So. It's like, okay, he's probably like your th-
1: fourth or fifth midfielder. He's at 19.4% selected. I have a feeling. That's I mean, a, it's, that's good. Dude. I feel it's like probably that, smart. I feel, like that's a, I feel like that's a lot of active owners it's, having him. I agree. So I, the reason why I'm just looking at him as like, he's not a differential pick anymore. He's not. It just seems like you're going to prioritize elsewhere based on doubles. There might be people who look at Chelsea having a double and not realize he can't play against Chelsea, right? Or like like a double against Palace Palace and say like he can't play. That's I just that's 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 just a curiosity question for sure.
0: Ryan, before we run down the FPL America Podcast League standings, at least
1: the top three spots. You got anything else? So we still have to see what happens with Liverpool tomorrow. I think that tomorrow's team sheet is one of the most interesting of the week for yeah. Liverpool, just to see where you know Salah is really how ready he actually is, right, to come back in and play. The assumption, though, for sure, Salah is necessary to get back in going into game week 25. Uh, Liverpool playing Liverpool playing at Burnley, okay, uh, revived Burnley, but still Burnley. Looking ahead, though, to game week 26 where everyone in the entire world who's playing this game would be idiotic to not in some form or fashion have Mo Salah in their team for their double-week home matches against um, Norwich and Leeds. Everyone in the world that has Mo Salah is captaining Mo Salah. Minimum captain. Most everyone who has a triple-captainship left is triple-captaining Mo Salah in game week 26. For that, for the sole reason we go through this, we've been there here before, for the simple fact that everyone that has Salah is going to captain Mo Salah is triple captaining Mo Salah, just such a no-brainer that you have to do it if you have the triple captain chip, or is there some reason that you would think you know what somewhere else down the line there's going to be another double week? Liverpool still have s- matches to be rescheduled. Do I need do, do you wait? So, they're not going to have a more juicier matchup than this. They only have an Arsenal match to be rescheduled.
0: But I I want to say this. Oftentimes, you get results from some of these guys, not from the juicy matchups. I mean, both of these teams know going into these matches that they really don't have a shot at playing with Liverpool. Their points are too valuable for them. If they can get one point out of it, that's considered a win. Yeah. So, both of these teams – now, you know Leeds aren't going to sit back because that's not what they do – Norwich, the Dean Smith norwich they might not either. They might come to play. I am just but then again they might just sit back and try to get one point out of it. My point being is that if you make the the way you beat Salah and you take him out of a match is if you you take his space away so he can't play into it as easily, then that creates other issues And it, it, so look I I feel like your question was like th- three-folded. Um do I, Are you it, captaining Mo Salah? That week, yes. I'm captaining at minimum Mo Salah. And I've been looking at like, I mean, this is not, this is not brilliant FPL no. insight here. Uh of course I'm thinking about triple captaining him. Now, it's also some people might be playing wild cards that week. Some people might be bench boosting that that's week.
1: That's what I mean. I, I so that's that is seems so, to be that is the alternative strategy is game week twenty-five. Setting your team up for game week 26, 26 with I the intention of bench boosting in game week 26. When
0: there's a lot of juicy matchups. Yeah. And so, in other words, am, am I going to be better to triple captain Salah or it might be will be better that match week to bench boost? Yeah. So, that's, I, I mean, at some point, here's the, the the tricky thing is this. At some point, I think you should triple captain on a double match week minimum. And when you, like, will there be one that's a better matchup than this? Probably not. It just, it never works out. Like, I never, ever hit on a triple captain when it's supposed to work out like this. Yeah. So part of me says, oh, my gosh, this is a this is a no-brainer. Like, you must do this. And then the other part of me is like, well, I'm going to captain him probably anyways. Right. So if everyone else triple captains, in worst case, it's going to be like me having the same player as someone else captaining. Right. So I don't know. I, I'm really torn with it because it might be advan- more advantageous to bench boost that
1: week. Yeah. I'm That's, really, I mean, really torn about it. Like, just you know, from you know, like I said, I, you know, I I don't know how I escape. I don't have the money to do a straight swap from any midfielder to Salah. So okay. I have minimum. You I gotta, have to make. Gotta make I move. have to make two moves to get to Salah. Um, wild carding at this point seems to be the best option, just in the sense that even then, if I wanted to bench boost in 26, yeah, I would. I I have to not be on another chip going into that week, right? Um so that's a I feel like that's an important point for anybody for sure. who's still thinking that way. But just knowing too Arsenal playing home to Brentford and home to Wolves it's not as good but it's still good. Yeah, it is. No, for sure.
0: It is. And and look Wolves have kind of been higher on the the Club Mojo chart and we're we're going to go over that here in a minute the newly freshly updated Club Mojo table. We will go over soon, but Wolves have been like in the top, like they've been really hot. I think they've cooled down a little bit with that draw, yeah. at Burnley. But then again, this is a Burnley team that we already referenced is playing a little different and knows how to draw people.
1: Yeah, eleven and draws on the season. Wolves have been tough to break down, that is for sure. I just think like Wolves their double week, you know, Leicester and Arsenal, and for their double, uh, and that's this is game week twenty six. Like they're just they're their matchups kind of all over the place. Where you just say, if I had two guys, like we said before, you know, even if you had, like, you're not going back to Watford, or you, if you have Watford, you're holding I still them have for a, that I reason. I still have Dennis. That's what I mean. Watford play Villa and Palace as their double week. Dennis can score in either one that's of those. That's what I mean. I just feel like that's, there, there's kind of get some get-right games here for, uh, for some of these teams, too. Plus, the single-week matchups... In game week in in that game week are still decent. Like if you're holding on to Manchester United players, Manchester United play Leeds in game week 26. You might get, you might get some course correction in the double week from Manchester United. For mm. all we know, I, like I, I just think like West Ham plays Newcastle. How many? Everyone's got Jared Bowen now. That's a great matchup in game week 26.
0: Should have Jared Bowen.
1: Right. Look, I, we... I, I, what I'm saying is, I just feel like there's there's there's. Kind of places like you're, you know, you're already going to go in game week 26. There are some, but there are some assets in there, I think, that are more useful. And bench boosting, bench boosting is, it feels like way more of a coin flip. Where I think initially you say Liverpool have the two, two of the best matchups on paper, both matches at home against two of the leakiest defenses in the league. Absolutely, I'm triple captaining the best player in the world. And also, this: what if you triple captain TAA or Robertson?
0: Right, right, like or Jota. I probably, I, I think Jota would be the the fourth rank. Well,
1: Mane will be back, or Monet. You assume Monet or Mane. Be but back. like,
0: seriously, do you think? I mean, it's possible, but Norwich and uh, Norwich, uh, Robertson and Alexander might have kind of for sure clean sheets in two matches there
1: maybe i don't know you think you'd put you'd put the percentage pretty high on a clean sheet for norwich for norwich but leeds leeds can be dangerous yeah and like you said leeds is not they're leeds, not going to they're, they're not exciting leeds they don't yeah they're they don't not just they're back. not there to they're, they're not, not there, there to just, let you they're not yeah. there to park the bus no they're not all right anyway right. i just wanted to bring that up just because i feel like you know, I I know we're two weeks away from it. However, it's gonna it's gonna come quick. Yeah. And I just feel like that's something that you know, and eventually, you know, everybody kind of, you know, you, you, you have to build now. Because okay. you going into game week twenty five, you can't like you can't be wild carding in game week twenty six and then say, oh crap, I was gonna wild card and then triple captain Salah I was gonna I was gonna wild card and then bench boost can't these Can't use guys. two chips. You can't in one use week. both. So just saying, like going into game week twenty five, your game week twenty five team has to be the team that you need for game week twenty six. Yeah.
0: So wild carding, if you really want to have a couple massive weeks, maybe wild carding twenty five, yeah. launching into twenty six is not a bad idea. All right, Brian, real quick, and and let's fly through this. And this is this is odd because we don't normally have an updated live table, but this is an updated live FPL America podcast table because the match week is not over yet, right? Right. All right, coming in at uh we'll just go through the top 5. League Daniel, team name Ianacho uh Gehusenheit. No. <laughs> I I'm sure I'm saying that incorrectly. Anyways, he is at uh, 1501. League Lucian, family of 10 currently has sitting on a 50 5 for the week. Uh Daniel League Daniel I, I meant to, forgot to mention that sitting on a 42. Nirvana State League Michael 44. League Diane mini mini League Diane. Uh oh, Ianacho Gazunite. Gazunite. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, like, like a blessing. sneeze. Yeah. Ianacho. Yeah. yeah. I just said it wrong cuz I'm I'm a weirdo. Ignacio. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. League Diane in our mini I, mini I league. I got you. I got you, Daniel. Back up to second currently in the live table with sitting on a 66.
1: My favorite thing is that's my score this week if I had done if you'd start the right continue. thing. Yeah. For sure. And then uh the
0: staple at the top of the league uh and or in the top 5 for sure is League Anthony game of throw-ins as he is sitting on a 51. So, uh, well done to you guys. Super pumped about that. And, uh, look, Brian, I'm having a good week. I'm climbing up the table. And look, uh, League Anthony game of throw-ins, I want to toot his little horn there. He's sitting currently ranked like in the top 2,100.
1: So, yeah, he's doing fantastic.
0: That's ridiculous. And, uh, the fact that I'm like chasing people like you and League Diane are just are silly on my part. Like, what am I doing? Right. Like, you guys, uh, you guys are just doing absolutely fantastic.
1: Hey, I don't think it's any kind of cosmic accident here that I'm in twenty-first in the league, and right there with me in twenty-second, both of us climbing the table with almost the exact same score. Uh, boy, I, 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 I just want to. see Danny Rojas's life. Yes. Uh, team Please. Amitaba. If I, hopefully, I'm saying your name correctly. <laughs> wow. You got that i don't i don't know how you end up with uh with the you know two of the two of the ted lasso uh team references there right next to each other but let's keep climbing the table together hey that is fun that's I, fantastic i'm i'm happy to go i'm happy to go higher in the table uh with someone like that that is for sure
0: <laughs> that's awesome yep. i
1: just, i love
0: i love everything about league names Especially when they are related, that's fantastic. All right, Brian. Wrapping up the podcast. Hot off the presses is the Club Mojo table from League Ben, who is graciously produces this for us with tons of reasons why. And and we're late. We're long in the tooth here on this pod. I'm not going to get into all the reasons. Who cares? Hey, on fire! Manchester City. Still on fire. Still on fire. Like they're raging, raging, raging on fire. Hey, just real quick, we barely talked about them. I know, we did not. De Bruyne's the best player. De Bruyne's good, not on penalties. Own the defense. You have to have Cancelo, Laporte. Was if you fine. can get both, got great. Him.
1: Sterling and Mariz were the only other guys that mattered today. Nothing wrong with
0: nothing wrong with Ederson.
1: Phil Foden, Bernardo Silva, those guys. I, I everybody's been on. I, I have Foden. Yeah, Bernard silver, whatever. I feel are like those anything? guys are, no, I feel they're like they're chopp- those are chopping
0: blockers right. anyway. Good. We just covered them. All right. In uh, second, third and fourth in the table, red hot wolves, West Ham, Liverpool. Um, I'm not sure you can argue with any of those uh, six or five, six, seven, eight in the table. Brighton, Arsenal, Villa, Chelsea. One can argue. Villa is higher than Arsenal there. Uh, there's a fair argument I think it, uh, that could be made there.
1: I think if Villa had won today, you might maybe you might launch That's them fair. a little higher. That's
0: fair. That's probably a good point. That's yeah. probably a good point. Uh, 9, 10, 11, 12 uh, in this order. Southampton, Man United, and Man United has been dropping. Southampton has moved up, jumped into the top 10. Spurs, Leicester. Uh, That's probably fair. Yeah, right? I
1: would still, I mean, I, I, given what we just said about Manchester United, th- it's Those really... clubs are
0: neutral, but it, it feels like some of those are, are dropping.
1: Yeah, and Spurs, Spurs losing at home to Southampton is definitely a huge hit for them. Yeah. But Manchester United getting knocked out of the FA Cup at Old Trafford by, by Middlesbrough. By Middlesbrough on pens. And then drawing against the worst team in the league right now. Yeah it's not way worse than yeah. whatever well Spurs they drop today
0: uh, I mean uh, League Ben has yeah. United dropped maybe not far enough but they're dropping no, I, they're yeah, dropping they, yeah, drop like a anvil is around their neck yeah. into a lake yes yeah. yeah. in lava, the next 13, 13 through where, 16 where devils in there. this or- <laughs> 13 through 16 in this order <laughs> Crystal Palace Newcastle Norwich Leeds that's uh, interesting. I feel like Yeah. But maybe you're right. Maybe Newcastle's higher than Palace. I don't know.
1: Palace yeah, has been pretty I think good. The reason why I like this is that it's it's taking into account like this week this week was felt like such a like the beginning of shifts. Mm, so I want okay. to react more strongly based on the results. But we have to weigh this week the, the past four yeah. or five results no, this is, into this, is, this week. Yeah, it's very fair. Yeah, for sure. And but then definitely Newcastle Newcastle jumps out of the Newcastle is jumping out of the 6th circle like, of hell here. You sure. could Leicester says not Leicester and Newcastle could easily not swap a spots a here. Hell podcast.
0: No. No, it's not. Okay. Although we've referenced it a lot recently. All right, and then finishing out, rounding out the bottom 4, um Ice Cold in Club Mojo is uh, in this order 17, 18, 19, 20. Brentford, Burnley, Watford, Everton.
1: Yeah, Brentford's Brentford's dropping. Burnley's Brentford feels Brentford feels bad. Burnley, they are, they're, they're Burnley so higher. higher than Brentford here. Yeah, Burnley's maybe. Gonna, Burnley maybe. Burnley feels a little bit better than them. Wow. Well, the, re- the only reason why I say that is just that like it was such like the best thing you can say about Brentford is today they got a really great moral victory by only losing but <laughs> two nil. <laughs> To the city. To city.
0: Uh, fair enough.
1: Look, I would say this. The reason why we reference this,
0: in my opinion, is the teams at the top of the the top of this club mojo table. Chances are those players are in form, and you want them. Clubs in the bottom, stay away from. Of sure, shor- of course, there's going to be exceptions, but there won't be many. So keep that in mind as you make your selections and your possible wild cards for this week. Brian, um, I think we crushed it. I think we did about as good a job as we could have done without Scott. And uh, so, you know, Scott, kudos to you. Hopefully, uh, I think you might be back in a couple weeks. Talking yep. about that. Getting closer. It will be great to have you back, a part of this chaos, and to hear your opinion, although it's almost always wrong. Hey, FBL America <laughs> Podcast. This is David Smith. Until next time.